On today's episode, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon's show Rick and Morty returns, Season 5, Episode 1, Mort, Dinner, Rick, Andre. There's new characters, there's old storylines, we got a lot to discuss, let's jump into it. I made a mistake. I watched 17 minutes of what I thought was the first episode to this. I think it was the trailer that YouTube probably released a while back where they were all in a 16-bit video game. It was like either a Game Boy game or Super Smash or some form of the thing where they were fighting their own bosses. And I was like, well, this is different. This is this is pretty good, but I mean, it feels a little repetitive seeing them just beat up a bunch of the same characters over and over again. But I bet the fans will like it. This is a fan service episode. So did it seem like a full on like that had a story and like a beginning, middle, and end, or was it just like gameplay that you continually? It's a saw? let's play where you were just watching the characters beat up on all the ones that we've gotten to know, from Mr. Mises to uh, now they're all escaping me, Bird Person to everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like up to date on i i remember most of the episodes but i'm not like the biggest fan of rick and morty i i enjoy them all but i know that there are some people who line up outside for Szechuan yeah, the sauce. sauce was crazy I, I wasn't doing that you also have like just insane theories that are going on online pickle rick became a viral meme if you don't remember season four finale left off with the revelation person. about beth and how he cloned her mm-hmm. and then we don't get any movement on that storyline you know <laughs> i think we did like see enough of both Beths last year where this year it's more about having her and her husband back together right yeah and they're they're wanting to kind of help fix their relationship also bird person died but it seemed like rick still accepts some of his uh, remains in order to kind of fix him back up again after yeah, he'll he killed be back. his wife everyone will be back right so season five started summer's off. still a badass morty's still morty uh, we do see in the in the 16-bit thing that he's fighting the one-eyed Morty a lot, and mm-hmm. so I hope we get some more progression on that. Yeah, we line. haven't seen them since season three, but th- season five started off, and automatically I can say that it seems like every single family member kind of ignores Rick at this point. He's not as much as the alpha male as he used to be uh, in the first four seasons or so. Morty's kind of just not wanting to deal with any of Rick's shit. Like you said, Summer's kind of turned into a badass and doesn't really need Rick's help, and uh, the couple beth and uh, jerry they just don't they're wanting to do their own thing i mean i agree so much as morty is off on his own adventure here and we see the ramifications of the little help that he does with the wine (laughs) yeah that's where the whole episode follows is that he goes into another world where the wine is supposed to be aging and then he ends up causing a whole civilization to be created around the premise that they have to defeat this god that just shows up (laughs) and beats them up randomly every couple centuries yeah and it starts with just this like dog thing that helps him carry the wine back in and then loses his his wife for it and his son begrudges morty for yeah, it and yeah. I, I it's it's, all... it's happened sort of before it reminds me of a lot of other rick and morty's where well, we only... watch civilizations kind of just progress really quickly or also invincible remember when they had right, the one yeah. culture come in and they were like completely beating up the planet every few but right. they but they had an aging thing yeah no it's, I, it's the I, same premise and not of. only that another justin roiland uh project solar opposites with the wall that's what this would be yeah compared i to did actually well. write that down as well and it kind of reminds it's kind me of like, like that black uh, not black mirror but the um i was uh, gonna say doctor who episode death, with the lady love, and death the and robots 
Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, right, the where, Pop Squad, right? Is that the one you're I was going to talk about the one where they were in the freezer, and every time they opened it, the, like generations had gone by and really fast. Yeah, so the, yeah. so the point is, even Rick says in the episode, it's kind of like the Narnia thing where they want to make this wine very, very good. Because, Except that there's no beaver that believes in Jesus. Right, right. and he starts throwing it into C. the C. portals. Nimbus. And Mr. Nimbus, we see at the beginning of the episode. This okay, yeah, let's talk be, about Mr. Nimbus. Right. So what did you think of Mr. Nimbus? Well, when we I get was, these wonky characters in Rick and Morty, and like, sometimes, I usually, they, sometimes they usually sell you they on pay them. off, and then sometimes they don't. <laughs> I think a lot of people kind of got a sense of that in the fourth season. But um, this, I, what, what I was mean? reading, the fourth season I don't think is as liked as some other seasons of Rick and Morty when I was doing some research on the Why Reddit not? fan base. Uh, they said that it was kind of long in tooth and that the storylines weren't as, I guess, clear or interesting as they wanted them to be. Okay. You know, But with Mr. Nimbus... Well, he was I felt that be... way about the um, show me your moves. I, I, guess I know people the... really like that one, but to me it was really boring. <laughs> but he's supposed to be the main arch nemesis when I was doing research against Rick. He's someone who used to fight with him and bird person. And he even knows about Rick's wife. Uh, but he, Diana. Yeah. But he, don't you dare show exposition <laughs> or whatever, like the ad character, the backstory. Canon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but who is Kyle? Have we heard of Kyle? Before? I, I think that that was just an Easter egg that they threw in there. I don't think we've heard. We're not going to get like about. a backflash episode where Morty meets Kyle, his predecessor. Well, we might, and then they, they have to like fight each other. We, we might at this point, the show has so much time to, Plus, you think that we would have met a Kyle version in that Rick and Morty world, where, right? Where there's all the other ones, because like the, since, Rick, the Rickverse or whatever. Yeah, it's since called? so many Ricks have Mortys, you think that we would like, see but at some least one Kyles. of them would still have a Kyle, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so they end up landing on the ocean at the beginning of the episode because Morty is carrying a injured Rick. After yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a um, kind of in their head at first because Rick is doing the thing where he's having that sentimental moment. He's apologizing to Morty. Morty freaking saves the day just because he gets a date. He gets and, a- and gets a gets a date with the one person that he's wanting to date with the whole time. I Jessica. feel bad for that relationship in this episode you're not the only one yeah more than more than any they kind of <laughs> did him dirty by the end it wasn't just that they broke them up or said okay well i guess it's not their time it, it, they literally like changed who she is as a yeah, person because yeah. they made her go through something so traumatic and we'll get to that because there's been she a, turned there's, into a time lord there's been the some end. fans reactions to that but yeah uh but they don't find up, a way to fix it they, they like, always do yeah i thought that they were going to mind eraser but they get on the ocean and then that apparently violates a pact that was made with mr nimbus who comes rising out of the ocean he's almost like an aquaman type uh and he is telling rick how he's so mad that they violated it so rick is like you know what jim gaffigan the voice of him no jim gaffigan was actually the voice of uh hooey i think oh yeah okay yeah that makes a lot more sense he seemed a lot nicer and i didn't connected i just saw the name jiffy gaffigan right. at the end i was like was he really that guy <laughs> so then so yeah mr nimbus is a really out there dude he controls the police and he also likes to have sex with everyone yeah basically so <laughs> by the end him and jerry and uh what's her face uh, beth beth, are all yeah. are all going to do it <laughs> behind rick's back even though jerry and beth were kind of like you know what we might be making a huge mistake right before mr nimbus opens the door but going back uh we see that rick is this is the up same lady who like in the first season was just like a horse doctor like she right. used a, they yeah, kind of used her like they have kind of <laughs> taken this character and bastardized both of them and so now their couple is like it's not a, exactly a power couple but it's definitely just like this they're okay with the weird right exactly they're now very sex positive and i think it's because they've been wanting to work on their relationship no but of... i mean like besides oh that, yeah no it's, it's, it's just personalities are completely out there they don't really care anymore 
So Rick is setting up a dinner for Mr. Nimbus to come to so that they can hopefully come to some sort of agreement because he feels really bad about the fact that they landed on the ocean. And around the same time, we see... And it's all a farce because what he's really doing is he's having Summer go and steal some shell that yeah, the powers shell. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Nimbus. And that's how he's going to like underhandedly take over. Usually we're not like aware of Rick's entire plan. But in this case, I guess we were just given the entire plan well, from, the, yeah. from the start, and it backfires. So. Yeah, but like Summer's thing is a very, very off story. The main one is that uh, Jessica ends up showing up at Morty's house, and right as after, after Morty basically is just like, "Yeah, I wish we hung out more," and she's like, "Wow, that's a lot. Do you want to hang out tonight?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really quick. It feels like almost not into her character exactly. Yeah, I don't remember her exact her personality for the first four seasons as much but it feels like if it was that easy morty would have talked to her earlier and i thought that that one episode where he kept on trying to get with her like where he ended up killing himself a bunch of times that at some point he must have said the same thing so i don't understand why that wouldn't have led to the same you're talking about the season four premiere and i understand that i think that it's just been a slow progression we've seen that in the first season he wouldn't want to speak to jessica at all because he was too scared in season three we kind of see that jessica is a little bit interested in him when she's like i'm really glad you're back after the season three episode six thing so i think that this was in season five really them being like okay morty has his actual chance now uh but just got to stop being so stupid though like when rick tells him to go in and he understands the narnia premise of the doorway and the dog asks to come out like how do you not immediately think oh no you'll age like 50 years (laughs) from in here once you go back no that's true why didn't he say that (laughs) i think it was just supposed to be like one of those quick things that he wasn't thinking about at the time and it ended up having dire consequences been through so many of these you'd think that morty would be smarter we've seen that morty can be smart well yeah even smarter than rick at some points like he literally isn't afraid to just put on rick's like space gear and go back in and just destroy the planet yeah that happens later so the the idea that he wouldn't be aware of the time correlation like being messed up by the fact that the dog would come in it it didn't make much sense but i loved hoovy as a character movie yeah and i think he was was so nice and that definitely i think was supposed to be a uh, comedic take on bluey the kids show that has happened you know there were blue dogs i was like yes this absolutely has to be making a parody of that because hoovy comes back and what happens but that his wife is completely dead and uh his son always promised that if his dad came back he would kill him and that's exactly what happens and then we see a civilization start up um because of the fact that morty ended up accidentally making this mistake I mean, there's more to it than that. But yeah, we keep on getting cuts to the civilization. First, they build like a compound around the area. And they're like, when you come back, we'll guard it with sticks and stones. But then Morty does the stupid thing again of leaving (laughs) technology behind, which allows them kind of like that. What was it? The snake planet? Where the snake Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like the Terminator parody that they quickly, did. Quickly, like, the, yeah, yeah, so right. it could just roll, snowballed out of, <laughs> out of the way there. Out of proportion, yeah. I also really like the uh, Game of Thrones reference that they make, how that one... Was uh, there a Starbucks uh, cup? No, no, how you see, like, Kit Harrington or Jon Snow is supposed to be that one dog that that's there. When Not he, the like, Adam one. No, but they're on the wall. They're literally on a brick wall that looks exactly like the yeah, wall from yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. I was talking about later on when Adam got like sent back into or into the Mortyverse. And oh, then, right. And yeah. then he like sees his, he calls it mom, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's this weird spider creature. I, I liked it when, they, when Morty went back to chase uh, Jessica because all she's been doing the entire time is just waiting to see a movie with him and have some wine. And then uh, she, she ends up getting caught in the vortex by one of their like um it looked like it one of the, it looked like one of the war of the worlds almost yeah uh, it was like that was... arm that just came shooting out of the vortex pulled her back in and then she gets stuck in a time loop or whatever time 
crystal yeah, yeah. or something. Uh, Almost like the dark crystal a little bit. Cause it was but like yeah, then around. Morty goes in there. He goes back to chase her, and he gets tricked by an illusion that the culture has created, kind of like how Jake Gyllenhaal in Spider-Man 2, the... Um... Mysterio. He ends up tricking Morty, and Morty uh, takes off all of the gear that he bought in to... Well, he tricks him by be, be, pretending to be him, like an older <laughs> version of him, and it was just that this culture has developed so far in the future that they planned a game show where they were going to like <laughs> right. stick him in the middle of it and then have him get trapped that way. It was it was so it, yeah, it, wonky. Again, it's Rick and Morty. It's what you come to expect, but at the same time, that was fun. Yeah, and then, So, good episode. Where are we leaving it from here? Because then, obviously, they escape. Mr. Nimbus saves the day. Again, Rick is on like semi-good terms with a, a villain character. Yeah. It, that's kind of repetitive. They've done that a ton of times. Mm-hmm. But where are we left for the rest of the season? How many episodes we got? How do people like this episode? So the, yeah, there, there's there's a lot of different things. Oh here. Like, yeah, what? and oh go ahead. Wait, last thing, yeah. What did you think of Jessica? Like you said that there was some debate right. About yeah. How so she came people back. were really mad with how Jessica in the end just like left Morty and how she, she became was just all a time knowing. God. Right. As an all knowing being, you kind of don't want to be stuck with just a little teenage. Well, dude. Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, Rick and Morty fans were really mad that like they've seen this relationship develop. It seems like they're actually going to get somewhere to me it was kind of predictable that wasn't going to go right but that the fact that they didn't try to do anything to stop her again at least mind Rick didn't her. try to sabotage it directly because that's yeah. how a lot of people i feel like would have thought that he he's so kind of um independent or not or dependent on morty that he would try to stop morty from having that happen right but i think also people were just mad at the fact that they decided to use jessica in that way like yeah. i i mean that even when she would like ended up being a time god i was enjoying her character up to until that point because it just seemed a little bit unnecessary at this point Season 5 is supposed to be coming out weekly uh, with weekly episodes, but Justin Roiland has consistently shown support for a monthly plan. That would be perfect, because if you think about it, you wouldn't ever really run out of episodes. Like, maybe there would be some where you get a couple months off, but then you could expect one every month, and then people could talk about it for that long. I think with a show like this, where it does take them a hell of a long time to make new seasons, (laughs) that that would probably be the best the best with policy and I'm, I, I'm all for it i have some true or false that I, I guess i'll do throughout the game because we'll probably hit these point at the at different points but my first true or false is they have already gone begun production for season seven of this show season seven we're in season five right now yeah. i think it was renewed for like four seasons when it was last and it well, was like 90 it, episodes or it, something. it was 30 episodes and then they renewed it for 70 more episodes probably seven seasons okay so yeah sure yeah, they they have. Uh, apparently, Rick and Morty works really, really fast. Like, by the time season four was still being aired, season five was mostly in the can. But um, it takes them a while to actually, like, make the episodes, Well, Justin right? Roiland came out and he said, especially between the breaks of season three and season four, that he was really sorry it took almost, like, two years and that it would never take that long again for Rick and but Morty to But they told to us out. at the end of that previous season, the, like, second season, right? That's when uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole or right. whatever he's called like comes up and he's like it's gonna be a while and i thought that was supposed to mean that the writing takes a while because of all the crazy stuff that happens the writing does take a while but the thing is i think that they're trying to go very very structurally with this plan because in season three they were supposed to have 14 episodes and it turns out that the like network just came to them and were like no you know what you're only going to get 10 episodes which made not only season three suffer but the finale really suffer because they had to put in some type of conclusion to the back end of that episode so i think at this point justin roiland is just really trying to plan it out in such a way where they don't get screwed over like that again Mm -hmm. also the writer that they used to have went on to show run loki right yeah well yeah that okay that was one of my true or false 
but I forgot that you did uh, research on that. Not only that, um, I believe Mike McMahon, that was his yeah, name? Yeah, that's the guy name. He, he was supposed to uh, kind of show run season five of Rick and Morty, but then he went on to really help with Solar Opposites. So they had to go to their like third string person, and then the third string person came in and now is show running season five. Yeah, eventually they're going to go down the line so much that they're going to hit someone who doesn't know how to do genius concepts, like some <laughs> crazy time. Like when you're dealing with universes and time yeah. and canon and everything you got to be pretty careful with it right so you have to be aware and you got to be smart and you have to be a good writer so i wonder like what the risk is every time they lose someone to say a marvel franchise or because they have to go on to a different show well yeah and and you're kind of there's plenty of nerds out there but how many of those nerds can write can actually yeah can actually (laughs) like do the job i was really excited for this episode because the first episode of every single season maybe pilot aside even though i really like the pilot is done very well you get the one where they're not highly rated yeah people like it i i yeah and when i after this episode i really really enjoyed it and i was like this is yeah this is a really good episode um but it seems like critics fans even the imdb score which is a 9.2 right now it has about a thousand reviews but each episode usually gets around eleven thousand, so you can kind of guess that that's that score is going to go down had different problems with it in different ways it seems like a lot of the critics were saying they're trying to find a way to make it fresh without going stale but it it, did feel it it felt like a little done like we're talking about the culture or sorry the um different world growing up really quickly Mm -hmm. they've done that so many times even the the um clay people remember the ones that become really big fans Mm -hmm. of um of uh, jerry right and then make him like a god yeah that 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 was or like the sea people episode where um yeah, there's just been a lot of them. Right. So, and they always have like one guest star. And yeah, you can kind of, you don't want it to become formulaic. They've even started doing a thing where they constantly refer back to the changing channel thing that they do. Interdimensional cable. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't mind the reference, but the thing but is. But they do that a lot now. It's not just that they have the interdimensional cable episode, but they also just mention it every once in a while and show maybe a clip from it in Nintendo in 69. Every yeah. random like episode. Yeah. It, well, I didn't see a lot of people really having a problem with the. Uh, Hoovy storyline they said that that was probably the best part that was done most entertaining yeah they just kind of had a problem with the kind of with rick the mr nimbus wasn't really that cool right yeah a guy to follow and also the beth and uh, jerry storyline even though they're working on their relationship they said that that was kind of unneeded as well and as i said before Beth's storyline i mean that's really nitpicky in the end 9.2 is nothing to be shamed at um it's just not as cool as say what was the episode where um you had key and peel chasing them throughout time yeah that was the, the time season two episode. episode one yeah yeah or when you got the squirrel episode where rick has to like keep jumping worlds or universes <laughs> season three episode, and then like yeah. the post-apocalyptic one that we sometimes go back to or they're not as classic as they used to be because they do repeat themselves and i guess um i guess the way you can't you can't escape that yeah no there's, I, there's no way of escaping that and, that's what you're gonna get <laughs> and uh, so I'll, I'll go to another true and false here the next one is sarah chalk uh who obviously plays beth yeah. is set to take over control of the vindicator themed tv show do you remember the vindicator what was that the Vindicator? So it was season three episode four the one with christian slater where all the heroes end up like dying because of rick and logic shows up at the end and wraps oh sort of yeah vaguely yeah so she's set to take over a spin-off tv show called the vindicators uh true or false false 
Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. She, she's not. She's not Wait, set to take it yeah, over. That's true. No, no, no it's false. But okay. she's not. That she's not set to take it over. But it was ordered by Adult Swim, so that seems like it's going to be a prequel. To I know she has a lot that she's doing because she's also doing the um the, the Connor show. Maybe I know that well, yeah. she was in that at one point. I mean, it's the Vindicators, and then Scrubs is coming back. Are you serious? No, I was, yeah, I was, I <laughs> okay, was like, yeah. um, but uh, Adult Swim ordered not only the Vindicators, but your pretty face is going to help Robot Chicken, Aqua Teen, Hunger Force animated spinoffs. Um, and, and Primal, they have Primal going there too. Right, yeah, they, they have a lot of different things going. Anyways, what's your point? <laughs> well, I was just saying that the Vindicators is coming to TV, but my next one is Kanye West was set to have free reign on an episode until plans were shut down. I hope not, but that sounds like something they might have done, but I say no. It was true. Okay. Yeah, he was set to have free reign That's on so an dumb. episode. That's so dumb. That's <laughs> back, crazy. Back in 2020, Justin Roiland flowed the idea that Kanye West episode Well, actually, yeah, that makes sense was now, going to he air. is crazy, so it's like, that fits. Yeah, and he ended up like watching the whole entire series within like two weeks something insane um i didn't know that's that... not insane I, if you would have told me two days i would have believed you too well also like he had uh, just binged it He's i didn't, West. i thought that justin roiland maybe just kind of made his way up like just how had work on tv shows and then rick and morty was his big success but no he actually did create a show called the house of cosby's which came out in 2005 which revolved around mitchell reynolds a huge fan of bill cosby who made who makes a machine to clone bill cosby's yeah he's done with some weird stuff i remember doing the solar opposites research and like looking through his his past work but i don't remember that one specifically the show yeah the show ended after dan hartman because he's worked with dan hartman a lot received a cease and desist letter in june 2005 uh it is the best known series to arise from channel 101 also, there's some huge news that this wasn't supposed to be the premiere episode that Justin Roiland wanted. He's telling a lot of fans, wait till episode two, because the next week, that that's supposed to be the one that he initially wanted to start off with. But he oh. said that things were so crazy in that episode. It seems like that's the one that he that might be one of his favorites, that in the end, the, the network was like, no, do this one first. Um, and then we can do episode two. I would have kicked week. off the podcast with that news. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and we all... watched the wrong episode. <laughs> well, he's also said. Oh, wait, watch the right one. That that actually was the 16-bit one that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that uh, was probably the preview that I just tried to not watch any previews up until the season. Yeah, no, I, so. same with me. And he said that 60 to 70 percent of this season is pretty evergreen, and episodic. Like you don't have to see a lot of other episodes. That's how this felt. Like around. it felt like it when even though Jessica's character has sort of changed mm-hmm. it really didn't impact anything with the storyline right. so and he said 40 to 30 percent is super serialized um super serial so there's <laughs> there's gonna be a mix of both uh before we go what would you give this episode uh i would probably give it a, a an eight but for rick and Man- morty standards i'd probably give it like a seven yeah, I, I would have given it like a nine. It's actually. it's pretty I, mediocre as far as the rest of their content goes. There have been worse episodes yeah, by I, far. I agree, so. <laughs> um, but it's not one of my favorite ones. Yeah, and I think that you're kind of echoing the fans fam on that. But that's that's all the information I have. They tried to promote this episode a lot. Like they this is the first episode that they gave to critics like a week ago and now it's completely free on YouTube without any ads. So I think that they are trying to get a lot of hype for this season. Do you feel like they're going to reach a conclusion by the end that there's going to be some ultimate storyline that that we haven't seen? (laughs) Ten seasons in, maybe. I know that they wanted to stop doing season finale cliffhangers because of the season three problem that they kind of ran into. That's the reason why season four didn't really end on a cliffhanger, just kind of ended normally. Yeah, sad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.